Hello and welcome into Empire Sports Talk. This is Max O'Neill alongside Joe Tedesco. Happy March, everybody. March Madness is here. That's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. We're going to break it down from all angles. We're even going to fill out a bracket here on the uh, podcast episode today. And so, Joe, let's jump right into it. Happy March, buddy. Happy March Madness, Max. It is very nice to have a tournament this year uh, without any cancellations. Last year was a bummer, of course, that it was canceled. And now this year, uh, March Madness, the excitement is back. And hopefully it'll bring us away from COVID like all sports are trying to do right now. But um, listen, there's a lot of teams this year that are just up in the ranks that you never see. <laughs> and there's a lot of teams that didn't make it that, you know, usually make it. Duke, Kentucky, you know, are two teams that I, I heard a stat the other day. That the last time that both teams missed the tournament in the same season was 1974 or something like that. So it's been a while. Holy cow, man. There's teams in here like Alabama that are a two seed. Alabama's a damn good team this year, dude. Hey, I'm not I listen, I was thinking about picking them to go all the way. I'm telling you, they are good. That's a hot gotta, take. They hey, listen. They got a great swat. I, I could be a little biased because I did visit Alabama and I love Saban, even though he has nothing to do with the program. But listen, um it's just Nate Oates has weird. It's weird seeing them up there. Yeah, I mean, Nate Oates is his team playing very well, and they really got a big win over LSU in the SEC championship game on Saturday. Very impressive, hard-fought win for them, um, defeating what was uh, not what was, but what is sort of a one-man wrecking crew over there at LSU at Trenton Waterford. Um, And so... uh, so now let's fill out the bracket, Joe, matchup by matchup. First matchup on the docket, we got Gonzaga against the winner of Norfolk State and Appalachian State and App State. Who you got? Uh, I'm going with Gonzaga. They are a feisty team. Listen, the program, you know, being a number one seed, uh, they've been in that position before. Um, and they've gotten far in the tournament. And listen, it is extremely rare for a one seed to lose against either of those teams that they're going to play. Come on, let's pick Gonzaga. Let's move on. I agree. I think I don't even think this game is going to be close. This is the this is one of the games that I am just supremely confident and would be just shocked if there was a upset in this game. Um, Gonzaga has been the best team in the country all season. Um, and, you know, they're four and zero against teams in the top 25. They're 26 and zero this season. So no, absolutely no chance that they lose that game pretty much. Um, the other one, the 116 in the South region, will go with all the one seeds and the two seeds, et cetera, um, is Baylor against Hartford. Mm-hmm. Give me Sikkim Bears, the Baylor Bears. 
What do you think, Joe? Yeah, couldn't agree more. I'm going with Baylor. Uh, you know, another number one seed that I really can't argue with with uh, this number one seed either. I agree. I, I mean, you really think Hartford Hartford is going to beat a program like this? Absolutely not. No, I I think Baylor is too good of a team this year. Um, and now in the East Range, the number one seed is Michigan against Mount St. Mary's slash Texas Southern. I don't care who comes out of this game, they lose in Michigan. My ex-girlfriend actually goes to Michigan, but regardless of that fact, I still have to pick Michigan. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Michigan as well. You can't really, you can't really go wrong there. Again, <laughs> yes. And it's then the final program. one. Sorry, go ahead. No, it, it's okay. Uh, great program, and this year, you know, they they've been uh, feisty, just pretty much, you know, with an overall record of twenty and four, uh, yes. doing what they got to do to be the number one seed. Juwan Howard has his team playing very, very well. Yes, and now the final, the final 116 here. We got the number one Illinois fighting Illini taking on the Drexel Dragons. While I do like Drexel because their head coach is an Ithaca College alumni, um, and, you know, I rep with my Ithaca Bombers, mm-hmm. Illinois is just too good. Kofi Cockburn. He's a monster. He's a city kid. Um, Ayo Dusunmu Dusunmu is a beast. That team's deep. That team's going to run all over Drexel. I'm sorry, Zach Spiker, but your run has come to an end in the NCAA tournament. Um, I agree. I think that they will beat Drexel, but I think this will be one of the closer – one to 16 games out of all of them. I I agree, actually, but I don't think that they're going to win. They're not going to pull you They're not going to win. I'm not saying they're going to win. Whoa, easy, easy. Um, <laughs> I think they're going to compete. Yeah, so we'll see. I got Illinois in this one. And so now in the two seed, the 215 in the West region, we got the Iowa Hawkeyes against the Grand Canyon Antelopes. I think that's what they're called. Um, antelopes, yes. Um, I think, while I don't think Iowa is as good as everybody says this year, they're still a good enough team to beat Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. I do not see the way that they lose this game. Give me Iowa every day of the week. Um. And now we got Ohio State v. Ohio State University against Oral Roberts. Yeah, not just Ohio State, the, the. The Ohio State University, Joe. He worked. Yep. So who you got? Are you dotting the I or are you going the Uh, I'm going to pick Ohio State. I don't even know who or what Oral Roberts is. Um, It really just sounds like a made-up. Like college, it sounds like a high school to be honest with you. So, uh, just because of the name, I'm going with Ohio State, and uh, that's pretty much it. There's really nothing else to explain. They're 16 and 10 this year. They uh, they're averaging 81 points a game. 
81.8 points a game. So basically 82 points a game. Um, 10 and 5 in conference play. But it's time for the Ohio State University to move on. And now mm-hmm. in the East Regional, we got the Alabama Crimson Tide against the Iona Gales. I'm not going to call an upset here, but I think that this game will be down to the wire. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, Iona's going to compete. Listen, my dad went to the school, um, so I'm not going to count them out. Um, I'm actually going to – wow, that's tough. I'm actually – I'm going to flip a coin on that one just because – you know, my dad's going to be going for Iona big time. And um, I I visited Alabama. I never visited – actually, I did visit Iona once uh, to look at the school when I was searching for colleges. But I don't know, man. Alabama's it's got that saving magic. The football team brings the basketball team magic. So yeah. uh, I'm going to go with Bama on a buzzer beater. Ooh, that would be exciting. That would be very exciting. Um, and so now we got Kelvin Sampson's number two Houston team against uh, Cleveland State. Houston comes into this game with a record of 24-3, and three, while Cleveland State is 19-7. and seven. Who you got in this game, Joe? I'm going with Cleveland State. Easy. Really? I think that you're mm-hmm. crazy. Yep. I, I think I'm crazy too, but at the <laughs> end of the day, this tournament is all about being crazy. <laughs> so. And so now moving on to the uh, West. No, wait, region. wait, wait. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. So Sorry. at the end of the day, this will be one of the biggest upsets of them all. I'm going to go with Cleveland State. Okay, I think you're crazy, Joe, but whatever. I disagree completely, but I'm filling out on my computer a bracket um, for both of us combined. And so I'm going to tweet it out. uh, And so people can track our progress um, throughout. Or trash talk me for picking Cleveland State, but it's okay. Um. And so now in the West region, we got the number three, Kansas Jayhawks, against the number 14 seeded Eastern Washington University. Rock Chalk Jayhawk every day of the week. Do you disagree? Um, No, I, yeah, I I, uh, agree with you on this one. Um, I think they're going to move on to. The next round, um, and, you know, just kind of get the job done. Uh, I I really don't, you know, see too much interest in this game. I think it's going to be kind of, like, boring, to be honest with you. But at the end of the day, I think they're going to move on, just like you said, and uh, go from there. Yeah. Uh, And then in the three seed in the South Regional, we got the 314 the Arkansas Razorbacks take it on Colgate. Colgate's only 14 and one. Very, very surprising that the Patriot League champions only have 
um, one loss this season. But with that being said, I do not think that they can overpower the scoring that Arkansas presents. Um, and so I'm going to go with Arkansas in this game. What do you think? Couldn't agree more. Colgate, you know, they're 14-1, and one, but look at the teams that they play. So I think with that statement, Arkansas is going to run them over. Arkansas. <laughs> uh, and then in the East Regional, the number three seed is the Texas Longhorns taking on Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian has a 23-4 and record, while Texas has a 19-7 record. Texas is one of my favorite teams right now. Andrew Jones is playing very well. He's good uh, shooting the ball. He's a good shooter. He's got a crazy story. If you don't know his story, look it up after we after you listen to this podcast. Um, I was getting a little bit worried about Shaka Smart and his ability to coach a team bigger than VCU. Those worries – I by making the tournament have fallen away a little bit. Um, and so I'm going to give this win to the Longhorns, the eyes of Texas. What do you think? I'm going with Texas as well. I think uh, at the end of the day, their program um, is, you know, just better suited uh, for this game than ACU. Um, you know, Texas – you know, they're always a seed that is kind of in the middle this year. They're a much higher seed. Um, but I think I think Matthew McConaughey will show up and motivate them <laughs> to win the game. <laughs> uh, I, I would be happy to see that. Um, and so the – in the Midwest Regional, the 314 is the West Virginia Mountaineers with head coach Bob Huggins, one of the best defensive teams in the country. Only lost to Gonzaga by five, beat Texas Tech, beat Texas and lost Texas, um, beat Kansas and lost to Kansas. Um, um, and so now we got Bob Huggins and the West Virginia Mountaineers taking on Moorhead State. Bob Huggins' team comes in at 18 and 9, while Moorhead State comes in at 23 and 7. Kansas and West Virginia split their matchups. They only lost to Gonzaga by five. The Mountaineers did. Uh, they beat Texas Tech twice. They split with Texas. Um, who you got in this game, Joe? I want to hear your opinion first. Give me country roads. Take, take me home to, the to a place, place I belong. West Virginia mountain. mountain. Take me take home. More, <laughs> 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 <Four>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so give me I love it I love it are we taking West Virginia in this one we're taking them we didn't just sing that song for nothing you're right you're right that was that was my stupid mistake there come on now <laughs> Maxie what <laughs> now we got yeah uh, I'm going with West Virginia I mean this is a team that's uh it's going to compete 
Um, and they, they have a chance to compete, not only obviously in this game, but throughout the whole tournament. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And so now in the West region, we got the Virginia Cavaliers taking on the Ohio Bobcats. Um, that's Ohio's name, right? Ohio. Yes. Ohio Bobcats. Um, UVA is the number four seed here, 18 and six. Uh, one and three versus the top 25. They got smacked by Gonzaga by 23, got smacked by ACC rivals, Florida State. They lost to the Duke University Blue Devils. We're not in the tournament this year um, in a pretty big upset. Um, but I'm going to go with UVA nonetheless. I think Kihi Clark gets them past um, the Ohio Bobcats. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting, though, to see how Virginia does when they play because it's been a while. They had to leave the ACC tournament because of a positive COVID test. And so it'll be interesting to see um, how they do in this. But still, give me the Virginia Cavaliers. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, Virginia all the way. Defense, defense. They're a defensive team that locks down. And I'm also going with Virginia to move on to the second round of the tournament. And now we got Purdue, the Purdue Boilermakers, with an 18-9 record against the 13-seeded University of North Texas Mean Green at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. And so... He, the Mean Green come in with a 17-9 record there, 0-1 versus the top 25. They lost to West Virginia, Arkansas, and Sister Jeans, Loyola, Chicago. Um, regardless of that, I'm going to go with the Purdue Boilermakers. Yep, going with Purdue as well. Uh, they're the guys that get the job done, and I think at the end of the day, they're just a, a better suited team than the North Texas. <laughs> Joe, now here at Bankers Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana, we got the Florida State Seminoles taking on the UNC Greensboro uh, Spartans. Greensboro comes in with a 21-8 record, while Florida State comes in at 16-6. and um, Florida State's got big wins over Virginia, Clemson, Louisville, Florida. Uh I don't even think this game will be close. We haven't picked any 13-4 upsets yet, which there's always one or two every tournament, but I still think it's give me the chop for the Florida State Seminoles. Couldn't agree more. Florida State all the way, baby. They are uh, a tough out. Let's just put it that way. And I don't think UNC Greensboro Spartans um, have a chance in this game. I agree. I don't think Leonard Hamilton um, has any chance for his team to be upset this game. They've played very well this season, and they're going to continue to play well. And so, mm -hmm. so Joe, the last 4-13 matchup that we're going to talk about here is the Oklahoma State Cowboys against the Liberty Flames. Oklahoma State is the number four seed, and the Liberty Flames are the number 13 seed. This game, I think, personally, is – 
the most likely for an upset of the 14, 13, or excuse me, of the four 13s, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Cade Cunningham is too good of a player. They're 20 and eight this season. They beat Baylor, who's a number one seed. They beat Kansas. They beat Texas. They beat Texas Tech twice. They beat West Virginia twice. So I think it's very much Oklahoma State. I agree with you. Oklahoma State, physical team. Um, you know, they get down and dirty when uh, they have to. They, you know, good defensive team um, all around, you know, getting to the rim, uh, rebounding. And at the end of the day, I think that the four seed is going to move on. And I agree with your statement. And uh, so now moving ahead to the 5-12 games, or the first 5-12 game in the West region, we got the Creighton Blue Jays against the University of California, Santa Barbara Gauchos. This is my big upset pick early on here in the first round. This is my upset pick. Give me the Gauchos. Um, I actually, I actually agree with you because twenty-two and four. Um, you know the team, they're a fast-paced team, and it's actually, uh, you know, predicted in the upsets that Santa Barbara, um, is gonna come out and beat, uh, Creighton. So, you know, they have a good record. Um, I think. You know, first in the Big West, I really think that they could possibly get the upset here. And uh, they are 18 and 1 in 2021. So they're peaking at the right time. And so I got UCSB moving on here. And so now looking over to the South region, we got the Villanova Wildcats against the Winthrop Eagles. Give me Nova. 100% Villanova. Uh, they are known to go deep into this tournament. They're just a program built for this tournament. Uh, you know, a couple of years back, winning it on the buzzer beater, Villanova. Uh, that was actually five years ago. Holy cow. That was um, five years ago already? Wow. Yeah, that was five years ago. Wow, that's crazy. Time is flying. But Nova, I think, will definitely move on here in the first round. Yes. I mean, I think Jay Wright's going to have his team ready to go. I think um, that Winthrop doesn't have as much experience in their locker room playing in the NCAA tournament as Villanova does. And for that reason, I got Villanova in this game. Now moving on to the East region, we got the Colorado Buffaloes, the Buffs against the Georgetown Hoyas. Colorado is a five seed, Georgetown's 12 seed. Give me Georgetown 10 times out of 10 in this matchup. Yeah. Definitely going with Georgetown here. I think the five seed's moving on. Uh, they're a big physical the defensive team. Say it again? You mean a 12 seed? I'm yes, the 12 seed, yes. I'm going with Georgetown. I really like Jamarco Pickett from Georgetown. He's a good player. And um, – and I think that Patrick Ewing is a little pissed off that the Madison Square Garden security guards didn't recognize him. And so, you know, I think he's going to get this win over Tad Boyle and the Colorado Buffs. Um, and so moving over now to the 
uh, 5-12 in the Midwest. We got the number five seeded Tennessee Volunteers against the number 12 seed Oregon State Beavers. Uh, Rocky Top. Give me Rocky Top in this game, I think. They're 18 and 8. They're uh, averaging 72 and a half points a game. They're 2 and 2 against the top 25, which is not great, but they. They beat Kansas by 19. They beat Colorado, who we just talked about in that last matchup, by nine. Um, they beat Florida twice. So give me uh, the Vols. If they can get, you know, consistency going in this tournament, they might be able to make a run to at least a Sweet 16, and I think that starts in this game. Okay, Max, I'm going to go with Tennessee as well. I mean, this is a Tennessee team that is 18-8 and eight on the season. Um, uh, you know, big kind of physical team that um, uh, they can get the job done. I mean, there's, there's not anybody that is over. Uh, th- there's one. There's two guys that are over six ten. Besides that, everyone else is under it. So they are a quick, you know, quick team that fast paced offense uh, that score a lot of points. And I see them moving on. I agree. Uh, okay. And so now, Joe, we got uh, in the 6-11 game in the South region, excuse me, in the West region, we got the USC Trojans, who are the sixth seed with 22-7 and seven record against the winner of the first four game between Wichita State and Drake. I think what I think about this game, Joe, is that um, if Wichita State wins this game, I think they'll beat USC, but if Drake wins this, wins the first four games, they'll lose to USC. And so right now I'm prepared on our shared Empire Sports Talk bracket to advance Wichita State uh, slash Drake, but the brackets don't lock um, until the first round games are played after the first four. And so we can, of course, switch it. And so what do you think, Joe? I'm going to go with Wichita State here. Okay. Yes. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I think that uh, rebounding is going to win this game and it will come down to a last uh, minute game. It will be close, but Wichita is going to come out with the victory. I agree. And so do you think that Drake could be USC? Do you think that, because I don't think that Drake matches up well with USC, but I think that Wichita state matches up well with USC. Um, I think anything could happen. I mean, this is the NCAA tournament. They call it March Madness for a reason. So I really think any it can go either way. Okay. Um, and so moving on to the South region here, we got Texas Tech as the sixth seed against Utah State, who's the 11th seed. I actually know an assistant coach on Utah for the Utah State team. But regardless of that, give me the Red Raiders. They are only technically, if we want to call it technically, two years, but one year because there was no NCAA tournament last year, removed from a trip to the championship game. Now they are improved, arguably, from that team with Mac McClung. Um, They beat Texas twice. They beat LSU 
Um, Chris Beard, you know, Mac McClung is their go-to scorer. They also have Terrence Shannon Jr. and Kyler Edwards and Marcos Santos Silva um, for the inside. So give me Texas Tech. What do you think? I'm going to go with Texas Tech as well. Um, this is another game that I think is going to come down to the wire because I believe that both teams are not too far apart in talent. And I think at the end of the day, um, I don't know about buzzer beater, but it'll it'll be close. I agree. I think it'll be a I think it'll be a fun game because you know Utah State. I think it'll be interesting to see how Chris Beard's Texas Tech team deals with uh, Utah State's junior seven footer Nemus Queda, who's averaging fourteen and point eight points per game and ten rebounds a game this season. Um, and but I'm gonna say Texas Tech. Um, with all that being said. And so now moving on to the East Regionals 6-11 game. BYU is t- is the sixth seed taking on the winner of the first four game between Michigan State and UCLA, where I said earlier, I think if Wichita State wins the first four, they win. I don't care who wins this game. I think they're beating um, BYU. Really? I'm going to go with BYU here. Really? Yep. Okay. I think BYU is going to come out of this with the victory. Um, I think because of their physical uh, defensive nature, they will come out of this. I, I think it's going to be a defensive game with not as many points as most games in this tournament. And BYU is going to come out on top. I, I disagree, but um, it's our shared brackets. We got BYU. Hey, March Madness, buddy. You're right. Um, and so now the 6-11 game on the other side, on the west side, the Midwest side of the bracket, is the San Diego State Aztecs against the Syracuse Orange. I don't think Syracuse is very good this year. Don't get me wrong, they're good. But I never doubt Jim Beheim in March, in March. I don't think you could doubt Jim Beheim in March. Teams, you know, Syracuse teams that barely make it, that are on the bubble like this team, make it to the Elite Eight, make it to the, you know. So I'm going with Syracuse in this game. Buddy Beheim is playing really well recently. You know, played well in the ACC tournament. And so I'm going Syracuse in this game. What do you think? Syracuse for sure. Um. I don't care about San Diego State's record. Syracuse has a coaching staff with a ton of championship experience um, and guys, you know, the coaches who have been deep into the tournament. I think they're going to come out of this with the win. So now in the um, West Region's 7-10 game, we got the Oregon Ducks against the VCU Rams. Give me Oregon. They're 20 and six this year. They're averaging 74.4 points per game. They beat Colorado. They beat UCLA. They beat Seton Hall this season. They are, uh, before they lost to Oregon State in the Pac 12 tournament in the semifinal, they had won 12 of their previous 11. Um, Chris Duarte has 60, is averaging 16.8 points per game. Um, five players on their roster average double figures. Give me the Ducks in this game. What do you think, Joe? I'm going with the Ducks, too. Um, I think it's going to be a blowout. 
I think they're going to wash their opponent. I don't think it'll be a blowout. What? I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I think it'll be a win. I think it – yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it will be a blowout. I think they have a high-powered offense, and they're going to come out and and move on to that second round. Okay. Um, so we agree on that one. And so now on the other side, we got the – in the South region, we got Virginia Tech Hokies at the 10 seed against the seven seeded Florida Gators. Um, Virginia Tech's pretty underrated team this year. Not, not even going to lie. Um, <clears throat> but I think why Virginia Tech is going to win this game, or excuse me, why Florida is going to win this game is because Virginia Tech, regardless of 15 and six, had five of their last eight, eight games. Um, canceled due to COVID-19 and they lost two of the three games that they did play in that stretch um, and so I don't think Kev Aluma is going to be able to do enough to be in the first round an inconsistent Florida team. What do you think? I agree. Um, I, I think that it's going to be listen Every game is going to be close, I feel. Um, I don't think there's going to be many blots in this game, uh, in the tournament. And I think that these are one of these games where uh, they will move on, but by hair, Max. Yeah, I could see that. I, I don't think this is going to be a very good game, to be honest. I think it'll be pretty low scoring, lots of turnovers. This will probably be one of the worst games of the tournament in the entire tournament, um, in my opinion. And so now moving on to the East region, the 7-10 game is the seven-seeded UConn Huskies taking on the 10-seeded Maryland Terrapins. Uh, UConn comes into this game with a record of 15-7. and seven. Um, They split with Seton Hall, beat Xavier by eight, beat USC. Um, Maryland has a big win over Illinois, though. Beat them by three, which is huge. But they did lose to Michigan three times, lost to Iowa, lost to Ohio State, um, split with Rutgers. So give me the Huskies with James Boonight with 19.4 points per game. Um, and so I think UConn gets the win in this game over the 16-3 10 seeded Maryland Terrapins. What do you think, John? Yeah, I'm going to go with UConn, too. I think UConn's uh, just overall better team. Um, you know, record doesn't really matter, I think, when it comes down to it. Um, excuse me. Um, <laughs> I think that, I mean, right now UConn is at negative two and minus two and a half. That's the line. Yeah, that's a spread. Okay. So I do, I really do believe that UConn will come out of this. I mean, they beat Georgetown early in the season, they beat Michigan State twice. Um, I, I think they're going to come out of this with a win. I agree. And so now moving on to the last 7 10 game, it's in the Midwest. We got the seven-seeded Clemson Tigers against the ten-seeded Rutgers Scarlet Knights. If this was football, this game is seventy to nothing, but this is basketball, and so Rutgers is going to win. 
Yeah, I agree. I think Rutgers is a good basketball team. I think all around, and I think uh, they're going to come out of there with a W. Yes. I mean, they beat Illinois early in December this year. You know, um, Miles Johnson has been big for them. Uh, mm-hmm. Jacob Young is good. I think it's very much Rutgers in this game. This is one of those games that as soon as the racket came out, I immediately circled Rutgers winning this game. Um, and then in the 8-9 game in the West region, we got Oklahoma taking on Mizzou. Give me a boomer sooner in this game. They're the eight I'm going to go with Oklahoma in this game. Yes. I, they beat Alabama. They beat Kansas. They lost to Baylor. They lost to Texas Tech. Um, but, you know, I think they're going to turn around and 0-4 regular season finish um, in this um, in this tournament here in the first round. I don't think they're going to turn it around, you know, past – we have them playing Gonzaga in the next round. I think that's the end of their run. I think, you know. But I think right now they're going to get past Mizzou. Um, and so this is easily the best eight, nine game in the tournament, Joe, in the South region, we got the university of North Carolina Tar Heels against the nine seed of Wisconsin Badgers, two iconic programs of college basketball history. UNC has won four of their last six beat Florida state beat Virginia tech. Um, they didn't win the ACC though, which hurts them a little bit. But still, I think it's whisk. I think it's uh, UNC, and that hurts me as a Duke fan to pick UNC. But give me UNC. Yeah, I'm gonna go with UNC as well. Um, speaking of Duke, I'm surprised they're not in this tourney. I'm not at all. They've had a terrible season. Yeah, I know, but I'm surprised they had a terrible season. It's just like so surprising. Yes, Duke. You know that they they are the. I feel like the face of college basketball and they're not in this tournament. That is, is it, I don't know who recruited this year, but they sucked. They had a really bad year. Um, and so now we're going to move on here really quick, Joe, to the East Regional 8-9 uh, game. We got the LSU Tigers, the eight seed against the nine seed of the St. Bonaventure Bonnies. LSU is the best eight seed in this tournament. They should be way lower. They only lost the SEC championship game by two points. This is an outrage that they are, or excuse me, by one point. This is an outrage that they're an eight seed. I would be shocked if you don't agree with me here, Joe, and you have the Bonnies winning. I 100% agree with you. I mean, trending Waterford averaged 16.2 points per game this season, like – they are the best eight seed in this tournament. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I guess I would say best eight seed. But listen, they're a team that scores a lot of points. They got a great player, uh, great players, I should say that plurally. And I think they're going to come out on top. Yes. Um, and so now in the Midwest regional uh, in the Midwest region, we got the Loyola Chicago Ramblers as the eight seed out of the Missouri Valley Conference against the ACC champion Georgia Tech um, Jackets, the Yellow Jackets. 
And so I think this is going to be, I know I said that UNC Wisconsin is going to be a great eight, nine game. I really love this game. I'm very much looking forward to watching this game. Did you see on a sort of transitional point here that they're bringing sister Jean to the bubble in Indianapolis? No. Yeah. 101 year old sister Jean is coming to support the Loyola Chicago uh, Ramblers at the, uh, at Hinkle Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana. Which wow. doesn't make very much sense to me. That is crazy. Do you agree with me that that really makes no sense? She's 101 years old. Why are you risking her health in the middle of a pandemic? Uh, you know what? I think that makes perfect sense because the reality is... 101. How much longer? So let's kill her to watch a basketball game. Is that your point? If it's uh, if it's her last tournament, you never know when her last tournament can be. Okay. I do it. You only live once, man. 101. <laughs> I'm lucky if I live to 50. Hopefully you do, buddy. I I really think that she should go to that game. Are you kidding me? Okay, I, I disagree, but so who you got in this game? It's with Loyola Chicago and Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. I agree 100%. I think they're way too low as a nine seed. You know why? Because that is Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch is an alumni. It was a big Bosch fan back in the heat days. And I'm going with them simply because of that. I, I am taking them because – of Jose Alvarado. He is the defensive player uh, of the year in the ACC. Um, He's from Brooklyn, New York. He went to Christ the King High School in Queens. Um, And so give me the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. They're playing very well right now. They surprised the world by beating Florida State and and winning the ACC. And so you know what now, Joe? We have finished the entire first round. And so, Joe, now we're on to the second round of the tournament, the round of 32. And we're going to start in the West region with the number one seed, number one overall seed, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, taking on the Oklahoma Sooners. I got Gonzaga in this game. I don't think it'll be very close. Same. Um, I think Gonzaga is going to score a lot of points like they always do. I mean – they're an offense that comes out aggressively and they don't take their foot off the gas pedal. So I do think that they will come out on top. I agree. Um, and so in the second round of 32 game there in the West, we, um, we got U, UC Santa Barbara, the Gauchos against the Virginia Cavaliers. My gut here is telling me UC Santa Barbara here, Joe. My mind is telling me Virginia because of the four seed. They're an ACC team. They're a good team. But my gut is telling me UCSB. What do you think? Um, I don't know. This one's kind of tough. Um, I'm thinking – I'm thinking what you got. The same thing. Uh, Santa Barbara – 
could possibly win this game. I, you know, I think they'll pull off the upset. Okay. Um, and so now the one eight matchup in the South region is the Baylor bears taking on the North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, give me Baylor again. I think this will be a pretty good game though. Both teams are, you know, Baylor's 22 and two UNC is 18 and 10. Um, they, you know, but I think it's, uh, I think it's Baylor in this game. Yeah, I think Baylor's going to come out on top. They're an aggressive team. Uh, overall, they've had a great season. Um, Baylor, there's a lot of people picking them to win the whole thing. So I don't think that'll happen. They go all the way. I don't think Baylor will win at all. We'll get to who I think will win it all when we get there, but I don't think Baylor will. Um, and now Villanova, the five seed, taking on the four seed, Purdue. Give me uh, the Wildcats of Villanova. I think Jay Wright's team is going to come out flying in this game. I think they're going to take an early lead, and they'll hang on the rest of the way. I think it'll be a fight, but I think they'll go out to like a 15-5 to five lead. You know, they'll sprint out of the gate, and that'll be enough to put the game out of reach. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that uh, it's very possible that it is happening. Um, I think it will – actually, I don't think it'll be that close. I think it'll be a blowout. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and now we got in the East region, the 1-8 game, the Michigan Wolverines against the LSU Tigers. This would be a heck of a football game, but uh, give me Michigan. Yeah, Michigan all the way. Michigan might win the whole thing. Um, I'm a That's big a hot take. State, I'm, I'm a big Michigan State guy. And uh, overall, just a big Michigan guy. I think Michigan has a chance to. I mean, they're the number one seed in this tournament. Um, and, the you know, they're there for a reason, so – yeah, um, and Georgetown, Florida State. Georgetown's a 12 seed. Florida State's a four seed. Florida State is one of the best teams in the country. Georgetown has, of course, Patrick Ewing um, as their head coach. You know, we spoke about them a little bit earlier, Jamarco Pickett, but uh, I got to go with Florida State in this game. All right. I'm doing the same here. And then FSU, sure. FSU, Florida. All the way, baby. And in the Midwest region, we got the 1 9 game is Illinois, Georgia Tech. This is another one where I like Georgia Tech and I think they're a good team. And I think, and I wouldn't be surprised if they win this game, but I think it's Illinois. I think Illinois is one of the best teams in the country this year. They're 22 and six. You know, they won the Big Ten. Ayo Dusunmu um, is a beast. Kofi Cockburn is a beast. Andre Corbello is a beast. So I think Illinois is getting this win. What do you think? Going to go with Illinois. My friend actually just picked them to win it all. So I think that they will, you know, any number one seed in a tournament is going to go far. Yes. At least past the first round. Yes. And now so, we got the uh, 
Sorry, go ahead. No, nah, number one seed. I'm always picking number one seed. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with LIB in this game. Who? Are we looking at the same game? I said Tennessee, Oklahoma State. Tennessee, Oklahoma State. O-R-S-T? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was looking at the wrong game. My bad. You're good. All righty. Yeah. And so now, Joe, we got the number five Tennessee Volunteers taking on the number three Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, and so I'm going to take Oklahoma State in this game. Um, and I think they, Kate Cunningham and Co., while just overpower an inconsistent Tennessee team to move on to face Illinois in the Sweet 16. What do you think, Joe? Um, tough matchup, tough, tough matchup. Um, I think Tennessee comes out on top as well. I said Oklahoma State will win. I think Tennessee will come out on top. Not okay. as well. I disagree with your opinion. I, uh, I'm going to move on in our joint bracket. Uh, Oklahoma State, I think. Um, okay. That'll be a, that'll be a big upset there. It would. Um, and then now in the round of 32 in the West region, we got the winner of the first four game between Wichita state and Drake and Kansas, uh, Kansas. I don't think this game will be very close. I think there's a reason that Wichita state and Drake are playing on the first floor. And while we, you know, earlier in this episode, said that they're better than USC. They're not better than Kansas. Um, yeah, I, I think Kansas is going to win this game for sure. Uh, Kansas, I mean, listen, the, you know, their opponent has not even played a top 25 team this year. Yeah. So you can't really judge, you know, what they're going to do. Um, I think Kansas is going to come out on top. I agree. Um, and now Oregon, Iowa. Um, I got Iowa in this game barely. They barely survive to see another day. Barely. Okay. What do you think? Um, I guess I agree with you. Um, I think their team – yeah, I think they're not going to – yeah. I mean, they'll they'll survive. I think they're going to, you know, come out aggressive, um, kind of play, you know, their zone defense that they're used to playing, lock down, uh, and, you know, prevent their opponent from scoring a lot of points. Yes. Um, and now looking over to the south region, the bottom half uh, round of 32 games – we got the six-seeded Texas Tech Red Raiders take it on the three-seeded Arkansas Razorbacks. I got Texas Tech in this game. I got the – I don't think it's that much of an upset, really. I don't think a Chris Beard team led by Mac McClung beating an Arkansas team that's, you know, split with Alabama, lost to Tennessee, lost to Oklahoma State, lost two out of three to LSU. Um is you know that much of an upset pick to be honest? Yeah, give me Arkansas. 
Arkansas. This is going to be a high-scoring game. Give me Arkansas. Really? So I'll move on Arkansas in our bracket because I moved on uh, Oklahoma State in our bracket earlier, and so we're, you know, splitting them here. But um, And I disagree, though. Um, and so we got Florida and Ohio State in the next game. I think Ohio State's a really good ball club this year. Um, it's 9 o'clock. Thank you, Joe's computer. Um, and so I got the Ohio State University Buckeyes in this game over the chomp of the Florida Gators. What do you think? Yeah, the Ohio State University because the Ohio State, they are the Ohio State. I'm going with them all the way. Um, yeah, their opponent, I mean, listen, they're a two seed. They really rarely lose. I did pick Michigan State one year as a two seed to go all the way, and they lost in the first round. What year was that? Uh, 16 or 7? I forgot. That's funny. But, Maybe 15, um, actually. Okay. And so uh, – now we're moving down the bracket to the East region. We got the winner of the Michigan State University UCLA game in the first four. We have them, of course, uh, to throw it back a little bit to earlier in this episode, beating BYU in the first round. And so now they're facing Shaka Smart's Texas team. Um, I have Shaka Smart's Texas team here. I think they're a consistent team. I think, um, you know, Shaka Smart has deheated his seat, um, you know, with this uh, tournament appearance. Um, It's their first conference title in 26 years. Andrew Jones is uh, an unbelievable player for them. So give me the Longhorns. Give me Texas. McConaughey's going to show up this game. Give him a good luck charm. He's going to go into the bubble? Yeah. COVID doesn't exist in Texas. I. You he don't be, care about that. He's going to go right in. You no mask, no nothing. Cowboy can, hat and all. You can tell that to the governor of Texas. He agrees with you. But uh, I, That's why I'm saying it. And so now the other, the last matchup here in the South, in the East region, excuse me, um, is UConn against Alabama. I'm a huge fan of Alabama basketball this year. Like they are a very fun team to watch, and I think they're going to beat UConn despite James Boonight. James Boonight in this game is going to drop 30 points and have 10 assists. He's going to have a double double. But despite that, I think the Alabama Crimson Tide with Herbert Jones, um, are going to win this game? Um, yeah, I'm going with Bama. I'm not picking the goal away. That's crazy. That's one of your hottest takes of all time, Joe. Uh, it is. And so now in the West, in the Midwest region, we got the Syracuse Orange as the 11 seed taking on the, the three seed in West Virginia Mountaineers. And uh, I had to go with the Orange in this game. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with them too. Um, I think uh, uh, they're going to take, you know, they're going to just come out of the gates flying and they're going to score a lot of points and they're going to win the game. I agree. Buddy Bayheim and Alan Griffin um, are playing very Buddy well. Buddy Bayheim, holy cow. He's been playing very well recently. I don't know if you've been watching the highlights of the UCC tournament, Joe, but he I played saw well. some highlights and I think that uh, the guy's unbelievable. Yeah. And now we got. The ten seeded Rutgers Scar Rutgers Scarlet Knights against two seeded Houston Cougars. Am I wrong to say that Rutgers wins this game, Joe? Could be. Um, the world may never know until they play. I think that Rutgers. Thanks, Joe. I think Rutgers wins the game by far. So uh, just a very quick recap for our listeners out there. The Sweet 16 matchups that we have are Gonzaga against Santa Barbara, Kansas against Iowa, Baylor against Villanova, Arkansas against Ohio State, Michigan against Florida State, Alabama against Texas, Syracuse against Rutgers, Illinois against Oklahoma State, and Illinois against Oklahoma State. And so I while I like the Gauchos, and I think they are an upset heavy team here, Joe, in the Sweet 16, I'm also a realist. I'm not, you know, ready to be sent to the insane asylum yet. Gonzaga's going to smoke them. Gonzaga's the best team in the country this year. Yeah, Gonzaga's a top team in the country for sure. I think they're going to do some damage in this tournament. Um, they, they have a very high powered offense. That's, I think one of the best in the, in the tournament. And I think that's just going to get them ridiculously far into this tournament. Yes. Um, and Kansas, Iowa, I got Kansas in this game. I think I think Bill self will throw out enough, um, strategy to stop Luca Garza in this game and that they will advance to the Elite Eight. What do you think? Um, I agree. I think they're going to move on. Uh, they're going to come out of the gate strong. It's going to be a close game, though. I think it will come down to a buzzer beater. Really? That would be fun. Um, mm-hmm. And now the Sweet 16 out of the South region – we got Baylor against Villanova. I think this is where Jay Wright's team ends their run. Uh, give me Baylor in this game. I think Baylor comes out on top. And then we got uh, Arkansas and Ohio State. Give me the Ohio State University. Yes, I take the Ohio State University as well. They are the Ohio State University. <laughs> um, and now Just we got the word the. I'm gonna pick them. Okay. Uh, and then now we got Michigan and Florida State. I got Florida State in this game. I think they would at least be a two seed if they had won, uh, if they had beaten Georgia Tech in the ACC championship game, but they're a four seed, and so I think they are a very underrated team in terms of the seeding falling to a four seed. 
Um, and so give me Florida State in this game to beat the Michigan Wolverines. What do you think, Joe? I agree. And now we got Texas. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. And now we got Texas against Alabama. Uh, give me Alabama in this game. Yeah, I'm going with the roll tide. Yes. Roll tide roll. Uh, and now we got Illinois against Oklahoma State. Cade Cunningham against Kofi Cockburn. Give me Kofi Cockburn in the Illinois fighting Illini. Uh, I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm going to take them. And now we have the highest seeds left in the tournament to make the Sweet 16. Here we got Rutgers and uh, Syracuse. Um, Syracuse lost to Rutgers by 10 earlier in the season in New Jersey. Um, but I think regardless of that, the Syracuse Orange move on here to face Illinois in the Elite Eight. I agree. Syracuse is moving on. They're going to do that thing. And so now in the Elite Eight, we got Gonzaga and Kansas. Uh, give me the Zags. The Zaggers? Um, yeah, Zaggers. Uh, you really can't pick against them in this uh, tournament. I agree. I mean, I think it is a little bit detrimental to the tournament that there is just one team that is so much better than everybody else, and that team is the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and so now we got to face Gonzaga in the final four. We got Florida State or Alabama. Give me Florida State in this game, I think. Um, yeah, I take Florida. Actually, no, no, I'm going with Bama. Really? Yeah, come on. I know you roll, had roll. I, I think you're insane. I'm moving Florida State on in our bracket because you I know I'm insane. You know to... I'm insane. What? You know I'm insane. I know you're insane. That's why I love you, Joe. That's why I love you too, buddy, for loving me for that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and so now we got Baylor and Ohio State. Give me the Ohio State University to move on to the final four here. Uh yeah, I'm going with the. They're 21 and eight. I think they're a very good team this year. They're moving on to the final four. And who are they going to play in the final four? Are they going to play Kofi Cockburn and the Illinois Fighting Illini, or are they going to face uh, Buddy Bayheim and the Syracuse Orange? I think they're going to face Illinois. I just think Illinois. I would be shocked if Illinois. Um, and so who you got in this game? Do you have Kofi Cockburn, Andre Curbelo, Ayo Dusunmu, and the Illinois Fighting Illini? Or do you have Buddy Bayheim and the Syracuse Orange? Syracuse. I think you're insane. I think you're out of your mind. But I'll advance them because we all have to make sacrifices in this world. <laughs> yes, we do. And so now in the final four, we got the Gonzaga Bulldogs against the Florida State Seminoles and the Ohio State Buckeyes against the Syracuse Orange. 
I'm going with the Ohio State University. I agree, and then I got Gonzaga to make it to to beat Florida State. What do you think? Yep, I'm going with them too. And then who wins? Does Gonzaga beat the Ohio State University, or does Ohio State pull the one of the? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I picked Bama. What? I picked Bama. Then I pick Bama to get to uh, the Final Four. Yeah, and I advanced Florida State because I picked Florida State. Okay, but I'm my 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 team is Bama. Okay. So if it came down to Bama and Gonzaga, I'm going with Bama. I think you are the craziest person I've ever met. In fact, I'm going Bama all the way. You're crazy. I'm making an executive decision here, Joe. In the title game between Gonzaga and Ohio State, I got Gonzaga. Do you think Gonzaga wins this game against Ohio State, or do you think the Ohio State University wins this game? Um, Probably... Uh, I'm going, yeah, roll, Todd, roll, Saban, all the way. That's not what I asked you, but okay. What do you think the final score will be between Gonzaga and Ohio State, Joe? I think it will be – it will be um, 70 to 69. What do you think the final score will be between Gonzaga and Ohio State? 70 to 69, I told you, but it's not going to happen. Gonzaga's not getting there. Alabama is. And the final score there will be 70 to 62. I, Joe, am saying this in a public setting on our podcast right now. If Alabama even gets to the final four, I will apologize to you publicly. But it's not gonna happen. Uh, I think it will. I think you're crazy. It is Uh, what it is. It is what it is. And so we got in the Empire Sports Talk bracket, we have crowned the Gonzaga Bulldogs the national champions by a score of 70 to 69 over the Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, in somewhat controversial fashion, you know, but I think our debate makes it great. Um, and so after this podcast is uh, edited and uploaded, I will take a picture of this bracket and tweet it out to the world um, via our Twitter page. So look for that tonight, Wednesday, March 17th. Um, and, and so... Now, Joe, talk, let's talk about surprise teams. I know your surprise team is definitely Alabama, making it all the way to the championship game and winning it. Um, is that accurate to say that that is your big surprise team? Yes. Okay. I think my big surprise team is the Syracuse Orange, making it all the way to 
the elite elite in my opinion your opinion the final four but um I think them being an 11 seed and going all the way to the elite eight is remarkable. Um, and so they are definitely my surprise team. As far as surprise player, I think my surprise player, my player who will increase his draft stock tremendously. There's always, you know, Joe in March Madness is always one player or or two players that, um, you know, significantly increase their draft stock by bringing their team on a run. And I think that'll be Andrew Jones for Texas, making it to the Sweet 16, taking, taking his team to the Sweet 16. Who do you think that'll be, Joe? What player increases their drop, draft stock and flies up draft boards because of their performance in March Madness? Um, there's so many players out there, uh, this year. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I believe that coaching wins basketball games, um, you know, in this league. Uh, but I think Io, the guy from Illinois, will increase his draft stock um, as well. And I think that, uh, you know, he's a top prospect in this league, and I think he's going to increase it tremendously with this tournament. I think I don't dis- I don't disagree with you completely on that one, Joe. Um, and so – but I think it'll be Andrew Jones. I really am a fan of him. What do you think are the most likely upsets in this tournament? Most likely upsets. I would say the biggest upset is I'm going to say there's so many that I could think of, but the biggest upset. Hmm. I'm going to say Colgate. That's interesting. That would be interesting if they, if Colgate, um, pulls the upset over Arkansas. I could definitely see that. Like, I don't think that you are crazy for saying that, to be honest. Um, I think the biggest upset that I could see is, of course, UC Santa Barbara. Um, But I think outside of that, I think the biggest upset in this tournament, the biggest potential for an upset in this tournament outside of UCSB and Georgetown um, is I think Moorhead State could beat West Virginia. I don't think they will, obviously. You know, we talked about our picks in the bracket, but um, I think Moorhead State could beat West Virginia, quite honestly. I mean, that yeah, 
It could happen. The tournament is full of surprises. Uh, there's so many things that could go either way. I have no idea what's going to happen. I just know Bama's going to go all the way. Um, and Saban... I don't know if Saban's going to be coaching him. I don't know what the case is going to be. But I think they will go very, very far into this tournament. If not, win the whole thing. And um, who are your teams most likely to avoid an upset in this tournament? Um, I'm not sure. Who do you think? I think Gonzaga. I mean, you just heard that I think they're going all the way. I think they are pretty – obviously, we never know. And I could, you know, come back to eat these words. But um, I think that um, Gonzaga is pretty upset-proof in this tournament. They are the only one seed that I do not think will be upset at all and, like, don't, doesn't have a chance to be upset in this tournament, to be honest. Okay. But, you know, Obviously, as I said, you never know. It's why we watch sports because anything could happen. I mean, they could lose in the first round of the tournament. It could happen. It probably won't happen. I would be very, very surprised if it happened. But, I mean, it can happen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Who is your most outstanding player of the tournament? Ah, uh, the amount of players this year, though, that, you know, are kind of, like, up in the air um, and the amount of players that, you know, have potential to go to, into the draft uh, at a high stock is ridiculous. But I think that um, Javon Quinterly, right, Okay. From Alabama. He's going to win MVP. Uh, He's going to score off the chart kind of things. And, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, he's going to average like 25 points a game kind of thing. Obviously, I'm being biased toward Alabama because I'm picking them. (laughs) But I think he'll be my MVP of the tournament. I think – you are crazy. I think he and that is the seventh time you said that tonight. <laughs> but it's okay. That's what the podcast is for. Because you are. You're picking Alabama to beat Gonzaga. But yes, I am. But regardless, um, I think the player of the most outstanding player of the tournament will definitely be Jalen Suggs. I think he leads his team to a title 32 and 0 sorry i think that jalen suggs is the player of the tournament the most outstanding player he leads the gonzaga bulldogs to a 34 and 0 season um and that the uh bold and he goes in the top two of the draft maybe still behind kate cunningham but i think he moves up to number one if he they dominate this tournament. Um, and so, so that'll just about do it for us here 
at Empire Sports Talk. This has been Max O'Neill alongside Joe Tedesco. Tune into the NCAA tournament, and we will be here every step of the way. Um, and we will be doing weekly, if not weekly, very, very common podcasts, um, breaking down the matchups. And of course, at the end of the tournament, we will look back at our bracket, see where we messed up, see where we did well. And, you know, maybe I will have to eat my words and Alabama will somehow win the national title. But, you know, and I will profusely apologize to Joe for calling him crazy 10 times. But I don't think that'll happen. But we'll see what happens. Um, and so thank you for tuning in. This has been Max O'Neill alongside Joe Tedesco. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you guys so much for listening. And have a happy St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Thank you. <laughs>